Listener Production. Relish, chutney, hollandaise or HB? Things are about to get saucy. You naughty little monkeys, you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, g'day, g'day. How's it going? Matt and Alex with you on this fine Wednesday morning. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. It, li- it, it doesn't feel like a Wednesday, i got to tell you. The week is dragging. We know we're halfway through September now. Halfway through that month of September. Do you remember? Uh, you've got your spring cleaning underway yet, Matt? Um, no, I cleaned the shower recently. That's not a fun one, is it? No. Do you clean That's it while you're so having bad. one? Yeah, which can't be good for the lungs. <laughs> Just got the the old mold cleaner just going. Just spores galore (laughs) is what you're copying there (laughs) if you're doing that. But I don't mind having a clean while you're in there. I I just, uh, to me, cleaning it just as its own activity just doesn't, I I don't see the point of that at all. No, you do. You really got to clean the shower new day. That's why I clean the toilet while going as well. Now, I'm very excited for you to be joining us today because we have an Australian superstar jumping on the show today. We've talked about it before, Daniel Scarly. This man held a plank position on his arms for nine hours and 30 minutes, smashing the world record. And he's going to be uh, joining us, and it could be a good excuse, Matt O'Kind, to do a couple more plank calls. Yeah, Pete, we've been asking you to join our Plank Call database. You never know when you're going to get a call from the Plankers, uh, the absolute massive Plankers, Matt and Alex. And we're going to give someone a call and see if they can say a word that, let's say Daniel, Daniel Scarly will give us a special word mm. and uh, and we'll we'll see if we can uh, say the word. We can make you say the word. Yeah. Uh, and if you do it in time, you get a, get a little prizes, prizes, prizes. We've also got a bit of news coming out of Spain as well up next. i got some red hot goss for you later on, Matt I have been turning the burners up to 11 on my Sim family and I'll tell you what, woohoo! Get ready for some spice. It's your boys, Matt and Alex. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Do you usually take advice from the uh, the left or the right, Matt O'Kine? Is this like a how you hanging kind of question <laughs> or what? I, I don't understand. What leg do you put your pants in? No, it's um, it's sort of when you're you're faced with a with a dilemma. Okay, do you sort of look to the to the right to that little? That little angel on your shoulder with the the little wings at the back with your best interests at heart telling you to do the right thing. Or do you look the other way and take a peek at that little scarlet horned devil (laughs) telling you you to do that which your body desires? (laughs) I'm not going to pick favourites between the angel or the devil. All I'm thinking is immediately that both of them should be wearing like little massage boots because if they're spending that much time on my shoulders, I want at least some some knot work. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I only ask because a bishop in Spain, Xavier, or would you say Javier, Xavier Novel. No, Xavier because Javier's with a J, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Novell, a 52-year-old bishop from Spain. A bishop, you would think, always looking towards the angel. I don't know what the little devil on his shoulder said, but he, he has he has whispered some sweet nothings to the point where Xavier has left the church and become smitten 
with a writer of satanic erotic fiction. Left the church for a writer of satanic <laughs> erotic not- fiction named Sylvia Cabalol. This is not a move that I've ever seen in chess for a bishop to do, <laughs> that's for sure. To just <laughs> go so yeah. diagonally off the board that they end up worshipping Satan and their uh, erotica novels. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, he's been known for supporting gay conversion therapy in the past, performing exorcisms, but he's left the Roman Catholic Church to be with this uh, erotic fiction novel writer. Which he's apparently in love with, but it's meant that he's unemployed now. She, she must have, like, dropped some serious thirst traps <laughs> for him to get allured away from this, like, world that he dedicated himself to. To yeah. God. Oh, my God. Imagine how, imagine God. You'd be yeah. going through a full, yeah. like, midlife crisis if you were God right now. You'd be like, what? <laughs> Well, what have am to, I doing wrong? You'd have to stop believing in God at that point because you can't know that God's existed. You still pray to him like, yeah, sorry about this, God. But <laughs> she wrote a book called The Hell of Gabriel's Lust, real title, um, and I just could not resist. So, um, And aside from being sexier than the Bible, it's shorter. <laughs> All right? The Bible is a Probably, tough read. It is a, a very read. dense read. And okay. all the versions that came out afterwards and the, the re-editions. It's like watching the, the movie version of the book. You know when you get a book and it's got the, the, the movie version? That's the New Testament right there. The question is though, Matt, have you ever have you ever been convinced, like Xavier, the, the bishop from Spain, have you ever been convinced to go against your morals and pursue uh, pursue something else that you know is not necessarily something you stand for? Oh, no. But what I will say is that I watched uh, a, like an animal an animal rights documentary on Facebook one day about I, like the treatment of cows in, um, not good. <clears throat> you know, it was a pretty full on, you know, watching watching some of the abuse that some of the cows suffer when they're, you know, milking milking and they've got you know mastitis and the, mm. it's all it's all awful and anyways i mean it's not every dairy obviously but the, the videos that i saw i was like that's pretty confronting i better go i'm gonna change my ways right now i literally we were, in, we were in i was in the first yeah. it was like in first year and i was like i'm changing my right now no more dairy and i went downstairs to the cafe across the road from where we where we work yeah and ordered a uh and ordered a flat white with almond milk Nice. And I was like, I've done my bit. And this is it. This is my new life from now on. Almond milk. And then I took a sip. Absolutely disgusting. I was like, nah, <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> and so so I failed mm. literally immediately. Okay. Mm. But I've since moved on to soy. I still eat all other dairy. It's just my one little contribution. For sure. You're doing your best <laughs> with, with what you can. Yeah, it's um it's a tough one having having morals, isn't it? Because there's always ways. I mean oh, they get in the I mean, way. I'm a I'm a fervent anti smoker. I've never smoked before. Um but you know, in my in my youth, in my my the folly of youth, you meet someone very attractive having a durry, and you're just like 
Yeah, I don't mind this. This is fine. Yeah, have no, it's totally. <laughs> no, I haven't smoked oh, it. Oh, yeah. I haven't you smoked never it. Smoked. But, but you're like, I could be with a partner that smokes, knowing full well you'd never wanted to do that in no, your life. But you kiss someone who smoked, and you're like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. This is disgusting. But you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to deal with it for now. We'll see. We'll see what happens after this. I'm just going to live in the moment, you know? The tobacco industries aren't that bad. Anyway, um, you got in touch as well with us, Alex, letting us know your own uh, your own devil's whisperings as to uh, <laughs> when you've abandoned your morals. Um, yeah, someone texted in said, I launched into an absolute frenzy uh, to get Billy Joe's feather boa when he threw into the crowd. It was really intense and I've, I'm never usually like that. Billy Joel. Um, or Billy, Billy Joe Armstrong jo- from Green Day. Billy Joe's, yeah, Billy Joe's feather boa. Um, but one, another person said, uh, "Don't mention my name." All right. Mm. So this is already already spicy. I also i I know that the moral compass is getting very close to a magnet <laughs> at this point, and it is starting to spin. <laughs> Don't mention my name, but I believe in people's right to have an opinion. But I also stole people's plebiscite mail-in orders. To vote yes in marriage equality. What? <laughs> what? That's that's a massive confession. What stealing like housemates' ballots or something like that? I think so. Like probably going down the neighborhood and stealing ballots and voting yes. Oh no. Well, we won't mention the name there because I believe that is illegal. You know, whether well, or not you think it's anyone else's business as to whether people can get married aside. Yeah, that's the idea of a plebiscite is you get to have your say. No one actually texted that in. Uh, I made it up. <laughs> I'll be deleting this message now. I don't want them to get in trouble. No, of course not. I don't and want them to go to jail. It is an anonymous uh, service, the Matt and Alex Instagram DMs, so feel free to get in touch. We've kept our um, kept our insiders' opinions very... Um, Secretive over the years, Matt O'Kine, you can you can trust us. In, the journalistic integrity. I mean, yes, sometimes we accidentally say their names when we're talking to them, but Marshy cuts it out. So <laughs> we're um, we are watertight at this organization. But please do let us know if you have any other instances where you have uh, crossed over to the other side, um, really and truly abandoned your morals. Let us know at Matt.n.alex. All right, on with the show. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. No, I feel a buzz. Now, Matt, last week we were absolutely enthralled by the Australian Superman who broke, not only broke, smashed the world record for the longest plank, nine hours, 30 minutes and one second in the plank position. Uh, it was pretty incredible. We loved it so much that we started a new game on it where we planked. Uh, we started doing some plank calls, but we thought we cannot continue those plank calls without talking to the man himself. So it's a big, big welcome to All Day Breakfast live from Adelaide, Daniel Scarly. G'day, Daniel. G'day, guys. How are you? How are you? We're good, Daniel. But look, i got to tell you, Thank just you. thinking about what you've done <laughs> makes me hurt. All right? So i got to ask, I mean, nine hours, 30 minutes, one second. When was the moment, right? Because like yep. most people, I've done a plank or two in my life and gotten to about a minute, two minutes. Yes. When yeah. was the moment you thought, you know what, I'm going to do nine more hours of this? <laughs> well, my first plank was in... November last year, and it was two minutes. And I remember counting down the last 10 seconds, like, oh, my God, this is a nightmare. We you know, started shaking with a couple of friends of mine. 
And then from a two-minute plank, it jumped up to a five-minute, then 15 minutes. And when I hit the 30 minutes, I thought, you know what? Let's go for let's go for the record. So, so the record was only, eight hours, only- though. So looking at 30 <laughs> minutes. Um, it was that's, literally that's- only January this year when I said I'm going to go for it. I put my application in and that's wow. it. So you started training, I guess. What do you do? Because I know talking to people who have done marathons in the past, yeah. when you're training for marathons, you sort of train at the 30K mark and then on the on game day you go try and do that big 40Ks. Did you train for a little bit and then on, on the day of the record breaking, that was your your big opportunity? That, that, that was a big one. So prior to obviously the record day, I hit the eight hour before. So I hit eight hours, 17 on my big attempt, like the first mm-hmm. attempt in practice. So I knew I could get the eight, eight hours. My goal was always nine hours. So anything over nine, I would have been happy with. But I haven't hit the nine hours prior to hit, hitting the, the record. So. so, I mean, when you got to nine hours, you thought, I'm going to yeah. do 30 more minutes of this. You got to nine hours, 30 minutes and one second. Did you literally collapse or you thought, I've done enough? I'll, I'll done. let someone I else possibly beat me. <laughs> yeah. I, was, um, I was, hit the nine hour 20 mark. And I said, okay, I'm going to stop at 9.20, saying to my coach, because, all right, you know, the last 10 seconds will count down. And then it got to, like, you know, 9 hours, 19. I said, no, you know what, let's go for another 10 minutes because I just wanted to see, just stretch myself just that little bit more. But I was done. I was done. Well, so, do you, wait, do you have torturous. a break? Do you get a break? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I'll pray for a break at that time. So you didn't go, like, you didn't go to the bathroom or anything? Nothing, nothing. As soon as you lift your arm or you lift your feet, your feet even touch your hands together, you're disqualified. <laughs> I just, mate, Daniel, I can't wrap my head <laughs> like, around yeah. this. Like, well, that's the thing. We couldn't lie on the couch for nine hours without going to the bathroom. <laughs> so exactly. to be in the plate position, that's incredible, <laughs> man. And to Thank put you. on top of that, you were doing it to raise awareness of CRPS, which is Complex Regional Pain Syndrome. Can you that's tell great. us what, what is going on with that syndrome and what happens in your left arm uh, when you're not planking? So when I'm not planking, it's a constant throb and a constant ache. I um, Anything like soft touch and movement causes me pain. It's virtually the nerve sending wrong wrong messages to my brain. So, you know, instead of it saying it's normal to move my arm, it's actually sending a pain signal saying, well, it's not normal, stop moving it. You know, it's just a condition where it's just torturous to have and if you don't know enough about it, it's really hard to deal with. You know, I've had it for about 17 years, so I've learned to live with it and it did take over my life for a little while, but, you know, I finally built up the courage to... Take, take it back and make some, something from it. And so I was going to ask whether this is a, a condition that you were born with, but this is something that you yeah. attained. How did that I, happen? I fell off a trampoline when I was 12. So it was a clean break. So I fell off a trampoline just playing with friends. Fell off, broke my left arm, and the bones healed, which were fine. But myself and the medical team were a little bit you know, worried and curious the reason why I couldn't move my arm without having pain. And my hands were swollen. They were sweaty. You know, the hair on my arm grew immense, like I've got heaps of hair in my arm. So all nerve sort of things which are related to complex regional pain syndrome came up within two months of breaking my arm and that's when they formally uh, diagnosed me with it. That's incredible because there are so many Australians yeah. that deal with chronic pain and it's it's it such a tough, tough thing because a lot of the time it is difficult to pinpoint exactly where it's coming from. But do you think exactly. in a weird way it's sort of helped you break this record as you have had to develop this tolerance for pain? Definitely, 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 definitely. So like... Obviously, building, you know, living with pain, I've still got to live my life and I've still wanted to do the things that I wanted to do as much as I could. You need to build up that little bit of tolerance. You need to accept it and move on with, you know, what you can physically do. Some days are harder than others, don't get me wrong. But um, having that resilience to pain definitely helped me, you know, push myself further with the plank. And it's not like, you know, when you're planking, it's a full body experience. So my arm would feel like it's on fire. 
but your thighs are burning, your shoulders are burning, your feet are burning, your knees are burning. So it's just a full drum drum effect on your whole body. Oh man, yeah. wow! It's, an, it's it, it sounds genuinely incredible. And in, in, in one you, of your God. statements, in one of your statements, Daniel, you mentioned that you knew you had to um, get a mind coach, you know, to yes. help you with the, yes. the mental endurance to do a thing like that. This, what does a mind coach yes. do? What do they say to you to prepare you? How do they how do they implement exercises? So, what a mind coach does, I, I went to Michael Sorgiovanni from Living Your Power Now. He just gave me the tools and the equipment that I needed to get my mind focused. You know, like obviously when you, when pain comes up, you know, you can try and look away or think about different things, but he really got in my head and made me visualize the pain and made me point the pain out as a color. So if you've got a color, for instance, I see my pain as red, I change that red to yellow. And that yellow then was like a cooling effect of the pain. So it's, it's amazing. It's amazing what he did to get in my head to change that red to a yellow and that yellow convinced me that it was more like a, a nice cooling effect. So it's like cooling myself down, giving me energy. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Does he does he do work for women that are giving birth as well, by any chance? Oh, I can probably ask him, but I'm not too sure. It'd probably be a good idea for him too. Yeah, I just to wouldn't that. be surprised. It feels like, you yeah. know, a nine hour endurance <laughs> marathon of sheer pain and muscle exertion. Uh, it sounds like something that would that could, could possibly work. But well, anyways. I looked it up. The audio book for Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, nine hours and 33 heard, minutes. So you could you read the entire <laughs> thing during that time. So we'll try and get you to do that next time you uh, break that's the yeah, world the record. Next, next well, actually, that's, that's a good question. So you're not allowed to go to the bathroom, fine, but could you at least have a phone in front of you and watch, you I know, could. a couple of episodes or something? I could, I could. I could. So, you know, it's funny because I watched a couple of episodes in the first two hours, I wasn't allowed to watch nothing. We had like a plan of what to do mm-hmm. that was scripted from Mayor Michael. First two hours, I wasn't allowed to watch nothing, just feel my, feel my body, check my surroundings and all the rest of it. Then after that, I'll put a little series on that I've been watching. But it's funny enough because if you ask me about the series that I was watching, I wouldn't know what was going on. It was yeah. just, just something visual in front of me, just that I was looking at pictures and yeah. Yeah, by that, that made time go fast, but I would have no idea what was happening. Oh, man, that's absolutely incredible. Well, we thank you for joining us. Congratulations again. An thank Aussie world again, record guys. holder, something thank to be you. absolutely proud of. Uh, if you want to follow Daniel's uh, progress, please, at Daniel underscore Scarly with two eyes on the end. Um, you can follow Thank his you. stuff on Instagram. And it's great to have a fellow world record holder on the show. I mean, everything you're saying to me is resonating at the time that I ate seven Ferrero Rochers in a minute, <laughs> equaling the world record. Uh, just as difficult a task as you. You didn't get in the book though, did you, mate? Well, you, you, could, you couldn't go for the eight? I did. I tried my hardest. I need to get the mind coach and uh, change the colours and go for the eight Ferrero. But um, look, we really appreciate you joining us. And before you go, we would love yes. to get one thing from you. We're thinking of doing another sneaky plank call to somewhere. Matt and I get in the Please plank do. position and then we randomly call a listener and they need to say a code word uh, to us before we can stop planking. Please, what should our next word be for our next plank call, Daniel? I'm, I'm thinking I've had two words in my head, so I'm even thinking bok choy or zucchini. <laughs> Oh, okay. Should we toss a coin, Matt, and see okay. uh, see who gets one? To I think bok choy. Let's go bok choy. Okay, let's try bok choy. <laughs> that is going to be tough. All right, well, we think, I reckon we could be in a plank for nine hours just quietly. But I'll tell you what, Daniel, I really appreciate it. Such a legend for joining us. And uh, all the best for the rest of your day, bro. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. I love your work. You guys are amazing. Cheers, dude. Thank you, guys. Please stick around. Up next, the plank calls begin. Order up. 
Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. It brings us to the part of the show, Matt O'Connor, where we, we're going to make a couple of plank calls. Like the uh, wacky podcast hosts we are. I'm a bit nervous, to be honest, because, I mean, the last time we did a plank call, we just had to get the listener who answered the phone to say the word plank. Mm. I mean, we, we were clocking it at, what, 10, 20 seconds? Yeah, I think about 20 was the max, uh, which was not too bad, particularly for someone who was working a checkout at the time. Um, go back a few <laughs> Go back to last week if you want to hear a bewildered checkout person um, (laughs) answer a plank call. Uh, But we've got to change it up because people are expecting it. We asked you, send us your phone numbers if you want to be on our um, do call list for a plank call. And uh, many of you got in touch. Thank you very much for um, giving it a go. We're going to ring a random number from that list, Matt O'Kine. They're going to pick up and we're going to be already in the plank position. We need to get them to say bok choy before we fall down. We've got to hold the plank for as long as possible. Now, we're going to make it a bit harder than last week as well, not only with the word, but there's a couple of no-go zones we're going to put on ourselves just to make sure we're getting the real core workout that our temples deserve. Yeah, so look, we're, we're limiting, we're limiting, you can use all the words. All the words that you want in English language and any other that you can speak. Yeah. But Alex Dice and I will not be able to say these three words to give any clues, okay? We cannot say the word vegetable. Yep. We cannot say the word green. Yep. And we cannot say the word Chinese. Yes. So when we pick up the phone, these people are not going to know what's going on, but we're going to be in a plank and we just say, Probably introduce ourselves, I guess. Uh, that could be wasting mate, time. Mate, if you want to waste time doing pleasantries, <laughs> go on, ask about the weather, mate. I want to win. So you can get the best time and we've got to make sure that we do not fall down. Otherwise, that's a negative one. Now, do they, uh, what prizes have we got? Prizes, prizes, prizes. R- Bron, do we have a all-day breakfast robe to give away? We've got an all-day breakfast robe for the winner of today's Ooh. plank call. What all if right. they both win? No, it's fastest time. Fastest time wins. Oh, fastest time. Oh, Christ. Yeah, this is it. Oh, you don't want to get me. So I've got my, you went first last time, so I'm going to be calling my person to start with. And this is Leah Leah from Canberra. Okay, I'm going to be planking up on the desk here as well. So this is going to be... (laughs) This is going to be extra spicy. And look, if you can't see that the way that Alex is about to be planking, it's <laughs> dangerous. We're about <laughs> one and a half metres, well, one metre 30 off the ground. i got my feet on the stool and my forearms on the desk, as we call Leah from Canberra. Okay, I'm just going to make sure that I don't stuff it up and say the word straight away. Chinese. No can't Chinese. Can't say vegetable, can't say no green. No okay. Green. Okay. Come on, Daiso. Do it for Leah, mate. Here we go. Leah's on. Hello. Hello, Leah. It's Alex from All Day Breakfast. When you're making a ramen, what sort of legumes could you put in there? Oh, uh, shallots. Um, something else, a bit bigger. Um, onions. Uh, yeah, no, almost. It's got, it's leafy. Oh, broccoli. Oh, almost. You, you're on the right track. <laughs> oh, <laughs> scrum board. I'm just... planking right now, so if you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 okay. Um, what noise does a chicken make? Buck? Yeah. What? What? My God. Yeah, oh. but in the in the 
Term of a ramen, quickly! <laughs> the start of that word, use it! Oh, bok choy! Yes! Oh, stop the clock! Stop the clock! Woo! How did we go? Yeah. 41.99 seconds, Leah. Thank you very much. You just got a, just got planks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. I didn't interrupt you okay. doing anything, did I? No, you didn't. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, the good look. news is you're the first one to call. So if you want to hang on the line and listen to the next plank call, yep, see if I you will. win. All right. Cool. Whew, that's you. not too bad. You got We got there in the end because, Leah, we weren't allowed to use a few words. I, I wasn't allowed to say Chinese. I wasn't allowed to say green. And I wasn't allowed to say um, vegetable either. But we got there. Well, that's pretty good. Whew. All right. Nicely done. All right, we'll hold on the line because well done, Matt's, Leah. Matt's getting on the floor for I'm his going, plank I'm call. going down. Bring that camera down so we can see you, Okai. I'm getting into position. <laughs> this is it. Okay. Just tell me when you're ready to plank, Matt, and I will ring Blaze. See, Blaze, Blaze sounds like a winner's name, you know? Well, will you go out in a blaze of glory? We will find out. Okay, can you hear me still? Yeah, we've got you here, mate. You're can you good. see me? I can see you. Poorly. Okay, here we go. Oh, I've got to oh, make sure I can I see your feet. So move it to so I can see your feet. Otherwise, you might be cheating. I know you. I know you. There you go. Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm nervous. Plank. Trying to think about everything. Trying to think about all the things I can say. Hello, please speaking. Hi, it's Matt from All Day Breakfast. How are you? Yep, yeah, yep. Anyways, I don't care. Hey, look, <laughs> stir fry. Uh, it's leafy, big bulbous, white, uh, green tip. Oh, no! Oh, is it green? Oh, he is out. Sorry, Blaze. I'm sorry, Blaze. Matt was giving you a plank call. He was up in position, but he used a forbidden <laughs> word, and that was green. Plank. No, no, I'm sorry, man. We changed words today. The word we needed oh, was please. the word we needed was bok choy. Blaze, <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I've disappointed you. I've disappointed the you, vegetable. Oh, I'm sorry. not disappointed. Well, Leah is oh, not disappointed. Leah. Who managed to get the word bok choy in 41.99 seconds, which means you got no yes. breakfast road, Leah from oh, Canberra. My God. Finally, I've been trying for ages to get one. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That's all right. I'll be oh. rugging you up through those cold Canberra nights. Uh, oh, and we thank sure you very will. much for uh, chucking yourself on the plank call list. Blaze, would you have known Bok Choy? Are you a Bok Choy fan? I am. Yeah, I just I had just had no idea. Sorry, it really caught me out off guard. Oh, <laughs> That's mate. The, the plank calls could drop at any time. Um, but what were you <laughs> up to when we gave you a ring? I uh, just, yeah, working from home. So, yeah. <laughs> There we go. Oh, well, you're never going to forget bok choy. You, you'll probably pick it out of every stir fry you have from now on. <laughs> Just it'll leave a bad taste in your mouth. I'm so sorry, Blaze. I've, I've disappointed the nation. No worries. Well, yeah, I'm disgusted with the bok choy now. Goodness me. All right. Well, don't hold any <laughs> grudges to the bok choy. Yep. I think hold one to Matt O'Kine is only fair. But um, we appreciate you putting your name on the list. And look, if we circle back around, you could be getting another plank call. So please keep by the phone. I'll be better prepared next time, that's for sure. Sounds good, Blaze. We'll catch you later. <laughs> Thanks, and look, Blaze. if you want to add your phone number to the list and potentially get a random plank call from someone who is in a planking position <laughs> and needs you to tell them a word in order to stop, um, please, Alex. send through your number. We'll pop it on the list and you could be winning an all-day breakfast robe.
Well, Matt, the secret life of Epiphany Jones continues to enthrall the nation with the ups and the downs and the drama. It's incredible uh, what is happening. Who's Epiphany Jones? Epiphany Jones, my sim character. Oh, who, God. I mean, since moving to Clearwater's Drive has caused absolute havoc <laughs> around the neighbourhood. I mean, I told you the goss earlier this week. You may have, have missed it. I'll give you a little catch-up. Mm-hmm. I moved in, met a very nice lady jogging. Her name was Bella Goth, okay? We got along, started going well. Things started going good. We started flirting a little bit. That was great. It was only at that point where I found out Bella Goth had a husband and family. Mm. But look, that didn't stop me. Bella Goth's birthday party, go along, share a kiss, ask her to be my girlfriend. She moves in with me. Is um, Epiphany Jones your character? Yeah. Does Epiphany Jones identify as male? Female. It's a lesbian love affair uh, between uh, okay. Bella and Epiphany. Uh, Montgomery, very upset, uh, but she came across, <laughs> brought most of the money Montgomery. as well. He moved out. They were in this big mansion, but um, it was all going good. So that was that was the goss that we had last since last you joined us. Mm. Things have taken a step up. And I think I think... Some people, we just need to start making some calls, Matt. I want you to get me onto the the neighbours writing staff, the home and the way not writing staff, succession, desperate housewives, okay? Because you want a you want a puppet master who can get these narrative <laughs> threads absolutely popping. You got to come to me, okay? So now Epiphany and Bella living living the high life, okay? Yep. In this in this house, the sink breaks. Okay, as can happen in The Sims, water starts gushing out. Okay, oh. Bella goes, I got this. Epiphany goes, no worries, thank you very much, dear. I'm going for a jog. Heads off for a job. The plumber arrives. Beverly, okay. Oh. Comes in I to mean, fix I've, the sink. I've, I have seen some videos online <laughs> with this very plot. It was very similar. <laughs> what started with a polite greeting which you could choose instead of rude introduction or funny introduction, um, <laughs> quickly turns to a couple of compliments. A rose may have been given. From who? Did Epiphany give No, this is the, Bella. The this, is, this is the original wife, yeah. While, oh, so, while so wait, Epiphany's Epiphany... out going for a jog, okay, <laughs> after a stressful day at work because Epiphany works. She's a programmer. Okay, she's raking in 68 sim dollars a day. What's Bella doing? An hour. Bella sits at home painting and doing the gardening, (laughs) right? So just a lonely housewife. So when Beverly the plumber comes along, (laughs) next thing you know, one thing leads to another, they're skinny dipping in the hot tub. All right? Oh, you're kidding. The fireworks shoot off in the jacuzzi. Epiphany gets back from the jog, shocked at what has gone on while she's been out, okay? They get in an argument, fisticuffs, a big ball of smoke, okay, because Epiphany's now fighting with Beverly because they were so angry with each other, right? Beverly sticks around, goes for a swim in the pool. I had to kick her out, all right, even after the fight. <laughs> refused to leave. Wait, so the plumber sticks around. That's a swim in the pool. After she's... Broken up this couple. She's just yeah. in the pool now. Yeah. So his argument, everyone's very tired. Everyone needs to go to the bathroom. Everyone needs to eat some food. But uh, it gets down to that point. 
Now, wait, I, sorry. So everyone's just eating food and going to the bathroom. No, everyone after needs the to. But there's, but there's oh, too yeah. much. There's too much bloody chaos going on in the relationships. <laughs> anyway, by this stage, everyone's really low on their things. So to get Bella out of the house, Bella Goth goes for a run. Now, unfortunately, she is elderly. Elderly at this point, going for how, a, how old? Well, she's got grey hair. That's how old. <laughs> All right, that's they don't say in the Sims. So has this event has this event taken place over several? This is over like two days. <laughs> okay, and she's, it's already turned her grey. That's this is well, full yeah, on. it's, it's been stress. about ten days. Got grey anyway. So she goes for a jog. Unfortunately, being the old crone that she is, out on the jog, collapses. The Grim Reaper comes along. Uh oh, no, no, there's a death. I'm going <laughs> no. for a jog. So the group Reaper comes along, pulls out its iPad, starts scrolling through. Yep, you're scheduled to go. Sorry. And I would say after that plumber incident, straight down to hell for old Bella Goth. After leaving her husband, cheating on her husband, cheating on her new wife, I mean, it was time for her to go. (laughs) So the group Reaper came out, goes there. You would think that's the end of the story. Until I get a knock at the door. Epiphany gets a knock at the door, Okay. Someone who was also very sad from the loss because she goes very, very sad, okay, and I had to buy an urn so she could mourn the urn during the house, which helps them cheer up. This is the this is the loss of her partner who has just cheated yep. on her with the plumber. Yeah, but they were spouses and so she's very sad. <clears throat> yeah, sure. Knock at the door. Someone else very sad. Bella Goth's daughter, Catherine Goth, turns up at the door. <laughs> oh, okay. Now... I mean, I'm not proud of this, Matt, but... <laughs> oh, no. A bit of mutual sadness going on there. Oh, no. You can, you can go into bed and you can cry it out, right? Um, and look, after they did, the, the young daughter was a lot happier. She could cheer the other person up. They start cheering up. A kiss was shared. Intergenerational kiss. The spirit lives <laughs> on. <laughs> From so, the goth family. So now Epiphany is having an affair with Bella's her deceit, daughter. Her deceased spouse's daughter, yep. yep. What's the age difference there? Well, she's a young adult, so I guess it'd be... It, well, 20 to 50 or something like adult, that, the 30-year-old difference. Epiphany's elderly. I mean, this would put grey hair on anyone at this point, so <laughs> she's elderly. She's one jog away from the Grim Reaper, Reaper at the moment. So I tell you what, it, things got extremely spicy. And I may have also been trying to crank it up because I wanted something to come in here and talk about. But <laughs> <laughs> you were really just inserting drama into everyone's life. But I reckon, I mean, this only over the span of a few days, this story has been spicier than most of the crap they're serving up these days. I mean, there's all mm. sorts of far-fetched stuff on television. I reckon <laughs> that we should call up someone from like a, a TV network and I'll pitch them the <laughs> The Secret Life of Epiphany yours, Jones. Yours, the Secret Life of... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell them, I'll tell them what's going on and just, just see if there's, if there's something in that. Just see what's, see what's there. What do you reckon? I'll be watching. I'll be watching from the side of the room. <laughs> I actually make TV, so <laughs> I'm not going to be... Well, we, that's why we need I'm you in the room. Burning my bridges. To help bring a little bit of gravitas <laughs> to this pitch meeting. You know? So I've only watched TV. I've never ever been in it. So we need you, man. I'm going to finish that meeting with grey hair. I'll be like, <laughs> I need to go for a jog. All right. I'm stay out. tuned. Stay tuned. We'll see how it goes. 
And stay tuned to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast because we've got another big episode for you tomorrow. Yeah, thanks so much, for, as always, for getting in touch. Thank you to Daniel Scarley for joining us and thank you for giving us your messages at matt.and.alex. Hey, uh, a couple of days ago, we pondered the origins of a very commonly known phrase. Uh, when you think something's good, you think it's the bee's knees. Now, I had absolutely no idea where this term came from, but listener Charles thinks they may have found where the sweet, sweet honey is at. Here it is. We'll catch you tomorrow. Bye-bye. So, lads, I'm getting in touch regarding the bee's knees chat. So, I don't know how much truth there is to this, but an old rugby coach of mine who um, who was known for his, his one-liners and his quick facts and whatnot... So apparently it's not B's knees, it's B's and E's, standing for be all and end all. B's and E's, shortened to B's and E's, shortened to B's knees. You might like that one. Give it a crack. That is not true, man. <laughs> I don't reckon that's true at all. Yeah, B's, B and E, bacon and egg. Charles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would believe that. I'd be like, mate, you're the absolute bacon and egg roll of this joint. I'd be like, yeah, I'm the number one breakfast item. The B&E's. B's and E's. B&E's. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.